Okay, it's live. Good morning. So, we're in the middle of uh, the Maimed, the eighth Maimed of the Hemshech. Maimed of Bolok, Mimona. So, I'll try to review today uh, both this Maimed and the next Bolok and Pinchas. So, just a little context. What we discussed last week was the Rebbe Rashab is right now going into the sugya of, is the middle of the sugya, I should say, of Erpinimi. What exactly, when you dis dissect the anatomy of how the Ibishta devised a system that Elokush should be mislabish in Elamis. So that, of course, uh, even though we use these words all the time, but that's not a small achievement. Because it's one thing that Elikus remains lamaylam elams. It says huma kame shalelam ve'ena elam kame. That what we call save of kalam, or higher even. But when you speak about mamala kalam or erpnimi, so now the question is exactly how does it work? So after explaining by Riches the shadish, the original root of erpnimi, which is in the esosphiris agnusus lifnat simsum. Basically, Shir Atzmi Bekeach, the Ebershter envisioned what he wants, like Al-Darach Moshal, an architect envisioning the Binyan, the structure he wants. Then comes a Tzimtzum, in order to implement it, you have to conceal that Eir HaBligvul. And uh, what emerges is a, a Kav, and now the, the Tzimtzum has caused space for the structure to be able to be built. But what we're moving now further is how do you build the structure? How does he build the structure? So with B'derech Klal, every, everyone knows, Be'asara Maimodis Nivra'ela. Ebishta used 10 Maimodis, 10 statements. B'reshiz Bora, Lekim, Nami Maimodhu, and there's Yehi'er, Yehi'rekiya, Tetzi, Eretzesha, etc. But that's just a, a statement. How, how does it work exactly? So the Rebbe Rashab is now explaining exactly the process of how Er Pnimi becomes an Er Pnimi. In other words, it remains a Lukus because it's Er, and Er is Me'ena Moir. But it's an Lukus that's being shaped and tailored to fit, ultimately, Kalim, which means to fit the structure of existence. So to put it in simple terms, if uh, the Maimer Yehi Er would not be measured exactly to create Er, we wouldn't have it. So it has to have a pure, perfect structure that fits, just like like the Moshli gave in the beginning of the Hemshech, the power to see. If the Kayacharia of the Nefesh did not fit perfectly in the eye, it'd either be too overwhelming. You know, that's why we have the Loshan, Loshan Saginar. So Chesudis explains what is that, you know, when you call a blind person, a Suma Saginar, it sounds like you're making the Tzonus of him. Because Saginar means a lot of light. A ribui air. So we know it's the opposite. He's blind. He has no air. So Chassidus says, no, it's air, but the kalim, the filters are not working. So the male the air is essentially like it's like imagining electricity surging into a light bulb that will burst the whole light bulb. So air primi has to be measured exactly to fit. I mean, just to use another example, which is just to make it a little more tangible. Like, uh, for example, the dam, the blood, dam huanefesh. So the blood to flow in a human being 
we know it has to be a perfect measure. If the blood is too thick or too thin, it can create problems. If it's too thin, it can create a hemorrhage. If it's too thick, it can create a block, a clot. So it has to be perfect. It's a perfect example of the blood has to fit exactly the, mm -hmm. the, the channels, the so-called the, 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 the veins, the arteries, etc. So now we're in the middle of that discussion. So Bechol is the Rebbe Rashab said in this Maimon Balak that there's three levels. How air primi becomes an air primi, there's three levels. First, it's how it's called Bisharshe in the Sphere Sagnusis. That's level one. We, call, we talked about that last week at length. That he calls Hamelech Hamerumim Levade, Ma'oz. Then you have how the air is no longer just Kolol. It's already emerged, so to speak. So it's called the second level he called um, his galus edus misharsham. So there you have already, but still esosphere is blima, that's a misnasim yes elam. And level three is when the edus are ready to go right, uh, go into the kalim. That's level three. And he explained, to explain it better, he said, this is the difference between a kud, the kav, and shatach. And I elaborated on that also last week. Then the kud, everything starts with a point, it then spreads edach, first it extends in length, and then extends in width. Now, Kemuvan, always important to mention, Abish just called Yachal could do anything he wants. He didn't have to do anything like this at all. He could have said, Reish is well, I want to have a veld, and poof, and you have a world. The problem with that would be that it would not be a world that we would understand, a the Seichel, the way the Abish created it. And point, problem number two would be that we have no way of connecting to it, because it's Abish just called Yachal. He can do whatever he wants, but how do you and I, Mamata Lamaila, climb the ladder, so to speak, and have any form of relationship with Abishta, if he's just invoking, so to speak, the Kol Yochel part. So the Abishta, the same Kol Yochel, wanted Africa to be Malbishit in a structure, in a Seichel Dika way, as much as possible. Kemuvan, there's always going to be like uh, areas where you have to rely on Keich HaMafilasis, or that it's only Bekeich HaKadosh Baruch Hu to create Yeshma'ayim. No one can create Yeshma'ayim. That's only Bekeich HaBedah. But that Gufa, the Abishta did in a way that we can make sense as much as possible. So that's just saying that I, it's, I always, every few memorandum, it's good to remember that because if you don't, if you, it's, it's important to remember the whole thing is for us, really. It's for Avedis Hashem. Okay, so, Nukud de Kav Shetach. Nukud de Kav Shetach. So we discussed the Nukud, was the point, and that then is Mispa, is Nisarech, uh, it goes into Eirech. So it's like level two. You don't yet have a kav alone. You, can't, you don't have a structure. You have amshacha, but you don't have a edach and rechiv. And then comes the hey, the, the shetach. Okay. Oh, but before we got the shetach, okay, we stopped here. So I want to just go over. So in the kav itself, the Rebbe Rashab explains two way fun. I'm looking now in the beginning of Perek Lamed Aleph in the in the Maimer of Balak. It's the next. It's the next. The last two prokim. I'm going to go over now. She says, "So Bechlal is an in of Eirech, which is Gilui, but not Spastus. So um, it says, "Omnim Yesh B'Zeh Beze Fan." So let me review the two Efan and how he explains Kav. So what's the story? 
a teacher, let's say, he says, I'm going to explain now an Indian. And he starts with a Nukuda. The Nukuda, let's say, even this Indian, Nukuda Kav Shechetev. He wants to explain that. So he starts with a Nukuda. And this Nukuda now, he starts developing. So the same Nukuda, he says, he's not going into more protein. Taking one Prat of the Seichel. And that is being Mamshik in a way that we can, I'll read it inside. Sha'isa in your protein, Shmashpile, Slabish, Bamoshal, Ebeze Inyan, Shu, Beracham, a Kabul. So you take one Inyan and you're explaining it with an example or in any way that you're explaining that one Inyan. You're not going into more protein of the Inyan. The Chem Abisha Eid, Beze Inyan, Shalamatim is there. So Eidach really means you're carrying one Akudah, you're carrying it to its farthest uh, conclusion, so to speak. As much as you're possible, so the Makabal should understand. Okay, so you can take this uh, the like I just said, the You can explain it to anybody. You can explain it on a mathematical level, you can explain it. You're taking one akud, you're not going into any protim, taking one prat and explaining it as best as you can, even to a child, even the Baal Seichel That's one afim. So then, what is the kav? The kav is of the nukudah. The nukudah is the point that begins. The kav extended it lamata mata. Eifna beis says the Rebbe Rashab who shakav who rakis galus apratim sheben nukudah loy havos apratim deasog vavona. Kim rak havos is galus apratim sheben nukudah. Okay, so this. You're not explaining the Nakuda per se. What he's doing is the Nakuda has a bunch of protim in it. And you are just being Megala, those protim. I'll explain in a minute what difference. Why is the Rebbe Rasham Negei here? Two Eifanim, Mechmayanath Kamina. But let me just read it inside before I do that. The Mamele Gama protim and Pchinis Pshitis, Upchinis Hiyulis Adayan. So in the first mile of the first way is the Prat is not remaining just as a Becholos. You break it down into a moshal with another moshal and you explain the prat. In the second eifin, he says, the kav, the is not is not taking a prat and developing it. It's just revealing the protein that are already there. So really, the kav is really still an eifin hiyuli. In the first eifin, at least you got some havana in one prataka, because it's only one prat, one kav. But at least there's some type of understanding with a moshal. And here, there's no moshal at all. All the Kav is doing is taking the protein that were in, a, in the Hiyuli of the Nakuda and it's bringing it out to Goli. But, no, but he says it still remains in the Eifin of Hiyuli, in Pshittis. And the Rebbe Rashad gives an example, because this is a little abstract. He says, Okay, so this is a very fascinating example. It's Bikitsid here in other places. Later on, I'm based there, Rebbe Rashab will use this parichas. But what's the difference? Poshit, uh, break it down. We know this Tereshu Biksav, Poshit. Then you have Mishnah, which is Tereshu Biksav, but it's Loshan Kotzer. A Mishnah is very concentrated, just a few lines. And then you have Gemara. So in the context of Nukud Kav Shetach, how does this work? So the posik is like an akuda. Because psukim, you can't derive halacha from it. You don't know protein. 
even if the apostle is usually going to be unclear, what does that mean? As we know. So you need the Mishnah to at least explain it. So he compares the Mishnah to Kav, but to the second Aphan of the Kav. Because the Mishnah takes the, the Lashon, but he says the Mishnah takes the Posit and the Kuda and gives it some type of, it says, it says, right. So the Mishnah at least breaks it down and will give some Pratim in that Nukuda, but you don't yet have Shatach, you don't yet have an Arichas Hasbara until you get to the Gemara. So in this context, Tereshev Iksav is the Nukuda, the Kav is the Mishnah, and Gemara is the Shatach. One second, let me just say one, one second. So this is clearly like the Eifan Habeis, because the Eifan Aleph, the Kav is explaining one Prat. That's not the Mishnah. The Mishnah doesn't take one Prat of the, the Pasuk and explains it. The Mishnah takes the Indian and gives a whole bunch of details, and the Gemara then unpacks it into Prati Prati. Mahamata? I'll repeat in English, okay? So he's asking a question. He said this, if you compare it to what said before, we're talking about So Bchal doesn't have it's not even considered a mocker. So how do you now we're saying it's So first of all, my answer would have two answers for that. Number one is that it's yet called a mocker, it's called Shoshia Eris. It's not it's not like Eda Blikvo. Um, secondly, Lav Dafka, when he's explaining here, is to be Lav Dafka the highest levels. The third thing I want to say is that Tedesh Sav depends how you look at Tedesh If you look at Tedesh Sav as P.S. Shem Diber, you can say Befeidesh is the highest level. But Tedesh Sav is not really Shaykh Tehavona, even though you can learn Shut Shamikra. So I would say with a combination of all three, I don't, I'm not going to say Tedesh. Can you say Tedesh Sav is Esses Firisagnuzis? Love that first of all could be even higher. But Al Derech it's Al Derech. So I wouldn't uh, yeah. Okay. But it's a good example because you have now an Akuta Kafshal. So the Abishta basically the Tata reflects a stachabaraisa barama, the same way the Tata has these dargas. Now when the Abishta just give us Gemara, what do we need a Pasuk? What do you need a Mishnah? We start with Gemara, and then the Gemara is based on uh, the Abishta's uh Ratsanaya. Because that Kufa, the Ebishter wanted Tere to be structured, where you start with a Nekuda, you develop the Nekuda into a Kav, and then into a Shata. So the same things, the elements are also created like that. Now, the, why did he bring Eifana Aleph as the Shaila? So I remember when I learned it the first time, it wasn't clear. I don't know if I have it clear either now, to be honest. The only thing I could say is that maybe it may be negated to later in the Ardus Advarim, because the pastors, remember, it's not just the Gashmi, the Kenyan of Nukud, the Kav Shechda, it's how you understand why, what's the mile of a Nukuda over Kav and Shatach. The mile of the Nukuda is that it reflects most a Elikus. That's why Taki, it's not Shechda Pratim. 
So it's like the Mila of Eir, that's Megala HaMoyer. But it's not like Shefa, the Fierach HaMekabli. The Mila of Shetach, on the other hand, is the opposite. It's Mislabish Mamish and relates to us. So in the Mamutza, between Nelikus and Velt, you need all three levels. You need the Nekudah is like, like more or less like the Ayin of the Yeshamitis, as it explains elsewhere. The, the Shetach is like the Ayin of the Yesha Nivra. And the, and, the, and the Kav is something in between. So in other words, you want to have something that reflects us. When you learn Tadish for example, later you're going to explain what's made there is Elikus, not so much Havana Vasoga. When you learn Gemara, it's the exact opposite. The Elikus is more Behelem, and the Havana Vasoga is the Iker. And both are necessary because the Ebishter wants us to understand Tadish, not just to learn Tadish. So in, in, in Tadish Shabbat is made the Gdusha. That's why a chumish or a sefer is holier, so to speak. You know, like for example, if someone brings in a sefer into a room, you don't stand up. Sefer you stand up. Because sefer is kedusha begoli, it's a lakuz begoli. Anyway, Bikitsu, the point is so it could be that's why he brings Ephana Aleph, because Ephana Aleph tells us that even the kav already has protein that you can relate to. So it makes the ardus with the, the nivroim stronger. And Eifana Beis, the Protim are still like in the Mishnah. They're not yet clear. So it could be that's why it brings Eifana Aleph, because it could be that it has a mile in that in sense that the Kav, and we're going to learn about the Kav a lot, the Kav Chut, that is, is really has Protim in it, or doesn't have Protim in it. That's the difference in the two Eifana. I don't think he spells it out here. Maybe he does afterwards. I mean, I stand correct. If he does spell it out, then... We don't need to guess. I don't think so. Okay, but bekitzer to contain beina kavshem mechibur nekudus harben nasekav uhusham adreges pratishaboy imchinus nekudus ubchinus pshitus. So essentially, Mishnah is the perfect mamutza because on one hand, Mishnah does have more pratim. You can't say it's like a pasuk. On the other hand, it's still way from very way from klali. From the Mishnah alone, you can't derive many any halachas. And that's why you need the Gemara. So in Tehidah we have these three things. Okay. In the parentheses, I just want to go over this. In the parentheses that Eber Hashab says that this difference in Akudim and Nakudim, because we haven't gotten to Shetach yet. So here, the Nakudim and Nakudim is also like Nakudim and Kav. Akudim is Esek Sarim Shein Eris Atzmim Chinin Biltim Etzias. So it's all like an Nakudim. Okay, now, before he goes to Shatach, one more thing he wants to say. Like we learned earlier, so the Kav is already... A diminished state that the Gabbana couldn't. Like the Mishnah is lower than the Teshu Bixav. Nevertheless, he says, That's the key. Still Pshitis. It's still Pshitis. So I want to give an example for this. Let me just read from the Gabbana. Okay. You know that in the Kechas HaNefesh, we also. Chassidus talks about keches gluim. Keches gluim is the faculties of a person that you are very obvious. You know, I'm using my hands right now. That's a keches goli. Use your seichel. Use your eyes. Use your ears. 
These are basically revealed faculties there. But what happens, let's say, um, when you're asleep? So we know your faculties don't disappear. They're just not with pale. They go into a state of keich. So Chassidus calls that keiches nalomim. So it's a keich nalom. It would be like if my hand was just sitting on the table not doing anything. So the keich, let's say, to write or to move, keich atanua, is behel. But it just doesn't take much for me to just pick up my hand and use it. So the helm is not a helm or a helm that's a ba'efen hiyuli. It's not pshitis. It's just concealed. Okay, so then we go further. Remember, the nefesh doesn't have any protein in it. So how does this, the keich goli comes from the keich nalem? Where does the keich nalem come from? So the next step, Siddha says, is the keich is hiyulim. I'll, I'll spell them all out. The keich is hiyulim. Then Siddha talks about keich is atzmim. And then it talks about keiches akulim benefesh. And the final level is nefesh nesa keiches. And higher than that is the nefesh itself. That's my nefesh. So how many steps did I just say? Six, seven steps, right? That's my nefesh. Nefesh nesa keiches, kulim benefesh, atzmim, hiyulim, nalomim, gluim. Seven levels. Not always the who talks all seven. Sometimes it just talks three, like he's doing here more or less. But... If you really break it down, now what's what's the, what's uh, the, the Indian in this? Because it's explaining how a nefesh, which is poshut, if you were able to look at a nefesh, if you were able to, you wouldn't see keiches hanging around there. The keiches are not visible. And yet we know that the keiches come from the nefesh because, God forbid, after Mevesh and Shana, a body doesn't have keiches. It has kalim, it has fingers, but it doesn't have any, any vitality or any keich. So the keiches have to come from the nefesh, and yet the nefesh is poshut. So how does from pshitis come to tzir, which is essentially what we lo- learned a lot about lamaila? Is a baby here? Huh? Kel yelled becha. Okay, the kel has a babysitting service. Huh? <laughs> Why not? Al kaponim. I'm just trying to make it a little more tangible. So you can relate to this. So the so the point is, again, what I said at the beginning, the Ebishter wanted us to have a capacity. How does a, 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 a noshim kerkenu? We're human beings. We relate to tangible things. You know, I meet people all the time. They tell me, I don't understand all this ruchnius maisis. I, can, I only relate to things I can count, like money. You know, that was basically what he said. So how do you explain to a regular materialistic person how do you start explaining in Yonim that are in Yonim that are not tangible? First of all, the nefesh is not tangible. You can't touch it. And even higher than that, you start talking about a lakus. So fine. Even when we're talking about a lakus, that's mislabish ben nevraim. But it's still the fiyerach, the nivra, still a dover shaposhet. So the, what the Ebrishta did was create a seder shtalshlus and created a human being, b'tselem alikim, b'psari echza our keiches and nefesh, like the Alter Rebbe establishes right in the beginning, Peter Gimel and Tanya, the shtal shlumahen. You know, we read it many times, but you have to appreciate it. He was saying that the keiches of the human being and the shtal shlu from the Esa Svidus. So that's the keiches connected to the Esa What's the point? The point is because that's the whole chiddush, one of the chiddush of Chiddush Chabad, mepsori You can look at mepsori, at your flesh, at your very body, and at the nature of existence. And from that, understand the Lakus. Because the, the world was created with Dugma Kegavna, like we say, but even more protest, Nishtal Shulmam, Selim Elikim, 
that the human beings created and therefore from Musad, you understand. So the to to be able to come from a Dargya where you're a complete Mitsuyer and everything is defined by structures, to come to understand the Alakusha Bizah. So these are the steps. Bakhlolis, it's Shatah Kav Nakuda. But Protis is the seven levels I just explained. So I'm not going to go into all of them. But Bakhlolis, it's the Nakuda is that you want to go from a tzir, from a, a, a kayach metsuyer mamish to less seer and less seer and less seer till you get to a state of pshitas. So that's why he's so um, um, uh, so uh, adamant in emphasizing here that the kav is mamish in between. If the nukud is a nukud pshuta, like we discussed last week, and nukud is not tefes mokim, and a shetach is already completely tefes mokim because it's erech and rechev, the kav is right in between. Like he says, the kav on one hand. Is poshet, on the other hand, already his amshach. Let me just read the ACS here because he says it very clear. He says like this. So even though even though a kav is a miut legaba nakuda, pshitas adayim pchinas blima legaba edus amislapshim bekevin. Okay. So in a way, if you want to go back to the gemara, the the teresh b'ksav mishnah and gemara marshal dugma, then the mishnah is exactly in between. The mishnah is already more than. It's more of the Makablin, but it still has retains pshitas in it. And that and that's a critical level. And from there you go to Gemara, and Gemara already is already the the Saprotim and the whole Shakvatarya and Kashas and Terutsim and 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 arguments and counter arguments. Okay, so now comes the third level of so now we're talking about the Eris and Mamish manifesting in the containers and the Kalim. So now they're not Pshitas like it was the Eir, the Kav on its own. And we, the Kav here also includes the Kav Chut that comes after the Tzimtzum. So bottom line is, so now you have the three levels. Okay, so now he's going to explain this piece about the The word atzilus, you know, the root we first mentioned atzilus in Teda, is in Pasha Baleischa, Vatsalti Minaruach. The Debishta says, I will impart or emanate. From your spirit, she was paying my ayin li basar, or pasha with So, if you think about it, it's an interesting uh, story. If you don't know the chesidus, there's only one rebbe. There's one moshe, and he's supposed to be mamshach all the hamshachas. And suddenly, the Ebrist is saying, "No, I'm going to take from your ruach of Mesha, I'm going to put it on the skenim. So, are the skenim in dargas Mesha, or are they in the darga of bnei Yisro? So clearly, there's tikkun mamutza here. And from there comes the concept of Atsilus. So when, when Kabbalah starts using Atsilus, the Protis, it's exactly the same thing. They use the word Hafrasha, Atsilus from the word Hatsola, to in English impart or emanate the two words that you can use to translate it. So how is it different than Briya? Briya is a creation. David didn't say, Viborosi Minhaduach. He said Vatsalti. Meaning that on one hand, it's still the Ruach of Mesha. On the other hand, it's now been transferred to a lower level. So the Rebbe Rashab is saying now um, that 
that uh, that this is a dogma for the last level that we just spoke about, which is the Edis and Kem Shetach. So I'll just read it inside. It's a very sadistic piece. So he says, Dugma Bezei Yeshlemer, so this is the Rebbe Rashab's Chiddush. Kamei Ba'atzilis, Ruchi Shalmei Shalaskenim. Haridei, Haridei Shanoch Alaskenim, so what was what's the chiddush here? Moshe says, "My only bossar, I'm a I'm a I'm a teacher. I'm the Aisha Likim. I don't know it's not the words he would use, but I'm saying his inyan was Moshe Kibul Teder Mesinim Masada. He's teaching Teder. Why are you coming to me for bossar? The Rebbe compares it sometimes how the Alter Rebbe initially when they came and asked Gashmis the things from the Alter Rebbe says, "What do you ask me for Gashmis?" is to be And later the Alter Rebbe changed his position. And there's also Mamshu Gashmis. It's negated to this directly. So Mesh is saying, my only bosser. So the Ebishter says, the Ebishter doesn't tell him, like Betzalel, for example, by the Mishkin, you know what? Delegate it. And someone else will be Mamshu Bosser to them. No. Because all of the Amshachas have to come from Mesh. But the problem is Mesh is too Ruchni, too much of a Ruchni. So the Ebishter Machadish, I'm going to create a Mamutsa. It's going to have the Ruach of Mesha. At the same time, it's going to be able to relate to the Bnei Yisrael and give them Basar. So essentially, Atsilis is a perfect interface, Mamutsa, between the, the Ruchanistic Adagas that are higher than Tsiur, which is like Nukuda, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Nukuda and Kav, and Shetach, it becomes the place, Atsilis becomes the Mokka for Biyah. That's what he says here. So this very spirit, this ruach, has two things. It's still ruach Mesha, but now it's so-called been transferred to the skenim. Because atzilus is also lower than the kud and kav in higher levels. But nevertheless, So besides giving pshat, of course, in the psukim in Balescha, it also is a tremendous havana b'chlal how they were to create a seder stalshus. Now, the question you could ask is, what was the altar of havamine baze? He knew this uh, posuk, and he knew that. Uh, so that's a good shaila. If I bring about it, what? Why did Adalter Rebbe not say? He knows Anasi, you know, and he knows that they're coming to him because he's like they came to Meshe for Bosar. So why was Adalter Rebbe Shail Chatchila the Gashmits? And then he changed his position. Huh? It could be to show them that the Ikra Zuchnis and it was like a, like basically uh, like saying what was. You know what are you licked in Bosar? You licked in Gashmis, which is the same way that he could say it's exactly what Meshe did. Meshe didn't say let's go to the Skenim. He said my only Bosar. He's telling them what are you coming to me for Bosar? Basically saying you're licking in Gashmis. We're here for Ruchnis. But but Pael Mamish, you need to have also the Gashmis. So that also comes through. Depends what they were asking for. If they were asking for Bosar, fine. But if they were asking Shilas of you know, doctors or things like that, you know, can answer, just say. I think in the story, they were asking for us, for brachas for us, for 
Parnasa, I think, if I recall. Maybe I'm wrong, I don't remember. I have to look it up. The Rebbe speaks about it. There's Sikhs, the Rebbe explains the whole story, what the Havamina was, what the Maskana was. But regardless, at the end of the day, there's definitely an element that, that you still need to be looking. It's like there are days with their times you're not supposed to be leaving the bus at all day. On the other hand, the fact is we do live in this world. But the point is uh, that, that it really explains Atzilus well. So Atzilus is Shetach. And even Shetach is a Mamutza. The Kav is a Mamutza between the Kudah and Shetach. The Kav, the Eris, before they come into Kalim. But the Eris Bekalim is the Mamutza between Ruchnis and Gashmis, basically. Or if you wish, between the, the Ein Sof, Kedem Atzilus, and Biyah, which is really Bria, Yitzir, and Asiya. Okay. Well, says clearly, of course, that's the key because if it doesn't have to be through Mesha, like for example, yesterday's Eitzah to Mesha was you have a Sari Arofim, Sari Meis. That's not the same thing here. There, Mesha trained them and they answered the questions. It wasn't like Ruchesh Shal Mesha. So it was Bekechesh Shal Mesha, but it, was, it doesn't say there it was at level of Atzilus. Mashenkin here, you're talking about actual Hashpas. Actually, even in Pasha Yisrei, the question is asked. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't, was not, didn't have common sense. He, he needed Yisrei to tell him to delegate. I mean, it's a Dover Pasha. You have thousands of people coming to you. You can't answer all the questions. So Moshe should have established it. So the answer given, remember where, to Chassidus for sure, maybe even in Mephoshim, on the Pasuk, the answer given is because Moshe knew that he, he's, the, he's the person that Ebrister chose to give the Tehrit. And that's why they're coming to Moshe. So if he would delegate, it would lose, so to speak, Keiches uh, So Yisra's Kiddush was, coming from Mechutz, that no, you can train them and you can teach them to teach Tehres Mesha even and through them. But it's not still not the level of Atzilus. That would be the difference between the Skenim and the Sari Alofim. Okay. Okay. There we go. So even when the Eris are in Kalim, they still retain a certain element of Blima. No, 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 my mistake. No, I, uh, I didn't translate right. It says, Correction. Yeah, good. So with that, that concludes chapter chapter 31. Now, anybody want to comment to ask any questions? Fine. As you're going to see as we continue learning Ayin Bez, and remember, Ayin Bez is not a mime of 10 pages. It's thousands of pages. I think it's a total of uh, 1,500 pages to be exact, something like that, maybe even more. So, so one of the unique things in Ayin Beis is that Rebbe Rashab is not does not have to exercise Kayachat Simpson, which means uh, you know an amaima that's 10 pages, 15 pages is a beginning and an end. Here, Rebbe Rashab can talk about a sugya for hundreds of pages, literally. And why am I saying it? Because you have to keep your keep in mind that. That he never he doesn't never, he, he sometimes comes back to something a lot later and finishing the whole subject matter. I'm not saying it because this is all part of the discussion that he's building up to explain, as I said, Er Pnimi. So with that, he goes now to the next uh, Pedic. And the next Pedic, 
Let's just go over Bikitsa. What's the next page? The next page is about Omnom. Okay, because here goes back to the dilemma that he keeps going back and forth. Remember, I pointed out there's a constant dance here because as soon as you start speaking about a mamutza between a lakus and velt and mitzias, you can't just simply say that you have it figured out because you always want to retain that it's still a lakus. On the other hand, you want it to be also the fiat chanevroim. We say in the Sabbath, because Baruch Elias, they did it. His Baruch did it with Tachtenim. You want Tachtenim? Tachtenim have to be intact. You can't destroy the Tachtenim, or else Hepech Hakavona has to be l'shavus itzar. On the other hand, you want it to be a dirale his Baruch, so it has to retain a lekusin. And this is not. This is a complicated matter. To put it in Aveda Dikaesis, it's very difficult to live in this world. And at the same time, be completely dovik talikus. You know, the famous Chassidus uh, talks about why the the Ovis chose to be reye tzein. Why were they reye tzein, shepherds? Because that was very conducive for them to be able to go into the fields where there's no, the whole hoo-ha of Elam Hazah is not really there. The sheep are grazing and they're very docile, they're very peaceful. And they could be Mizbainan and Davin and uh, and Avedis Hashem and Dvekus and all that. Yosef was also However, then he was forced by his brothers. They sold him into slavery. And what happens? He ends up becoming the first Jewish accountant. Yeah. And then he becomes the second in command in Mitzrayim, Mishnah Lamelech. And what is he doing all the time? He's busy with the grain, uh, uh, the, the grain industry. He was by that, he was overseeing it. He wasn't just giving instructions. So Chassidus says that Yosef was higher than the Ovis. Why? Because the Ovis were able to be connected to the Abister by separating through a stickle like uh, uh, being Prushim, so to speak. They were they separated themselves from Elam Hazah. And Yosef was in Elamaza and Ervasa audits, and still he retained his connection. That when um, they finally reconcile, he sends back a message to Yaakov through the Agolis to remind him that he still remembers the Sugi of Egla Rufa that they learned. That even when he was in Biyah, not just Natsilis, he retained that connection. So, what's the Vart? So, Chsidis explains, but it brings from the Seder Hayyim, it's a Sefer. Aloha. Sayyidina Yim says, Why is the Elam Yehei Adam Zoyer Bitfilah Samincha? He and Elio Le Nena Ela Bitfilah Samincha. Elio, when he was praying, the only thing he was answered by Tfilah Samincha. So the Kashi is, What's a Mincha? Shachris is the main Tfilah Bechol Yim. Mairiv, as you say, Krishma, Shema, but Mincha is the Tfilah Kitsara in the middle of the day. So the Seder Yem says, and Chassidus brings it, because Shachris and Mairiv are before the, the, work, the work day and the end of the work day. So Bamela, it's not that difficult to daven then. But the middle of the work day, when Mincha is daven, it's the middle of the work day, to rip yourself away from your work, Masa Matan Bamuna, that's the hardest thing. So the example for this is one of the examples that Ebba tells the story, the famous story with, uh, who is it, Binyam uh, and I think. Making his cheshbenus, 
right? And he made Tishrei, this is Heitzos and Achnosa, Cheshven, Heitzos and Achnosa, all the different numbers, came to the Sachakal, Eneid Movadeh. Eneid Movadeh, or Les Asar Ponim, and I think Eneid Movadeh is the Losh. So the Rebbe, I remember many times, but I remember once the Rebbe asked the question, he was smiling, and he said, so how did he have the presence to shreim out yet the day numbers? He should have written Tishrei equals Eneid Movadeh. Cheshven equals Eneid Movadeh. Kislev Eneid Movadeh. Until then, he's halting Cheshven with Tamal, Eneid Movadeh. So the Rebbe again smiled and said, I'm almost sure he said the Lashen, because if he wrote on every day, Eneid Movadeh, then he doesn't belong in business. He belongs in Akelel or in a, in a yeshiva. Because it's not attracted to, to business. The, the Kiddush is that he was a businessman and he did business with Dafsazayim. Api, Masoim, Matani, Bamuna, not Galegan only. And still, even while he's there, Mushke and, and totally invested in Elam Aza, he, he knows that Sachakal, however, is Eneid Mubad. Why am I saying it? Because the Kiddush here that he wants to really ultimately establish and there's Bechal Chassidus, but here Bepratius, I'm just putting it into the more Batash Asius, is as you'll see, so if you're dealing with Pshittus, it's a hepech of being immersed in El or the Tzir of things. If you're in Tzir, it seems to be almost impossible to be in a state of Pshittus. And I'm not talking about Haskola. In Haskola, everything is Shaykh, but in Pel Mamash. So that's why he keeps going back, and you'll see in this Pele Klamath Beis, he says, so on one hand, he says, it's air in Kalim, so now you have Shetach. You pay a fetish, have a structure. But he says, and, but nevertheless, so he says these words, because if you say that Seir only comes from Kalim, so then we have the problem the other way around, that when you get to a level of Shetach, you don't really have structure. So that's why, especially in Ayin Beis, he goes according to the Shita that the air also has Seir, because he wants to explain how even the air, which is me'en ha'moyer, also relates to the structure of existence. So in other words, you don't have to leave tzir in order to get pshittas. You could be in a state of pshittas and also have a connection to tzir. That's the, the punchline of it. I'll explain it more in the next uh, shir. but the point is, these stories that I told is really essentially this whole challenge where you're constantly going back and forth. Is the tzir mitzad the kalim, is it mitzad the eris? So like till now, Atsilus is, of course, the, the perfect uh, medium because Atsilus has Eris and Kalim. Atsilus is like the Tzaltim in Aruach. So on one hand, it's not Mesha. On the other, it's still Ruchish on Mesha. So now he's going to discuss it more in the context of Eris and Kalim. Now that the Eris have come into the Kalim, which means a level of Shetach, not the Kudakav. So who is the, what's the primary force that creates the Tzir? Is it the Kalim or is it also the Eris? The answer is it's also the Eris. That's the... Punchline, and this is a paragraph. And then the next moment, which I thought I'd get to, but okay, everything in its time, is going to now come back and say, okay, once we know what Shetach is, and it is in Kalim, we now can go and explain how the world was created. Because if you don't have the tools proper, the Edis and Kalim of Shetach, you can't really understand what he's going to talk about, this Chalkus of Milo Mata of Mokim and then Zman. Mokim and Zman, the way we understand Mokim and Zman. So we'll talk about that. It's very fascinating because, you know, we always begin with Mokim and Zman. But the truth is, from the Maila Mata, Zman and Mokim and Ivroim. 
So there was a point. There's a point to say the shtasos where there is no zman amokim, or al kaponim there's ruchlis dik zman amokim, but it doesn't have the structure like us. Zman is ovar heva osit. Today is not yesterday, and it's not tomorrow. And it's negayin halacha. You know, ovar ovar zman ei bottle karbone. You can't daven shachis tomorrow for today. You can't put on film tomorrow for today. So every zman is very structured, not just mitzad and inyan of gashmir, but also apteira. And yet. We're going to learn that all this is rooted in places that are not mugdid in, in Zman Gashmi. So how do you explain how Ruchni gets into Gashmi? So we have Mamasha structure, and you want to make a Dida B'Tachtenim in Zman Amokim Gashmi, and a Dida Leyes Baruch, and Leyes Baruch is higher than Zman Amokim. So that's why it's so critical to understand what are the Mamutsayim between what is Pshitis in Elikus, and how does it get into a structure, and that, then how do you join the two? It seems like impossible to join Apisech. Again, we're not talking about Tzad Kol Yochot. How do you join something that's completely mugdid in Zman to something that's lamaylam in Zman? So the gay also to the Alter Rebbe Shulchan about Tika Chatzos and Madur Basra, where he asks the question, why you know how does it work that everybody says Krishna in their time and I'm Shachas are lamaylam in Zman? So like Shabbos and Eretz Yisrael, if we are working here in New York when it's Shabbos and Eretz Yisrael, that means I'm Shach of Shabbos is already here on Earth. So how is it possible? So what's going on here? That one part of the world is not experiencing that ruchnis. No, so it's all about how you get from lamal mizman and tizman. We'll discuss it more in the next uh, in the, ne- the next shiurim. Okay, okay. Stop here. Good.